Hey folks, my name is Raymond. Welcome to Experiencias de Latinx Podcast. Today, we'll be discussing the differences in our Latin cultures within the Hispanic and Latino community. We will also be talking about our experiences as Hispanic Americans. Hi, I'm Emily. In this episode, we will first start by introducing ourselves and a little background based on the countries we come from. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the underscore APB underscore giving us it and listen to our classmates' podcasts. My name is Tamara, and make sure to share it to other people so they can have the chance to listen to our experiences. I am Jefferson. We hope you enjoy this episode, as you all may be able to relate to it. We will first cover um, a brief background of where we're from. Uh, my name is Emily. Uh, my family is from Guatemala and El Salvador. Uh, we, I will be focusing um, in the culture of Guatemala because that's where I was raised. Um, uh, my family is particularly from Antigua and Xela. Uh, so popular dishes from Guatemala is empanadas, rellenitos, coffee, and pepian. Um, <clears throat> Guatemala is also known for its volcanoes, um, mountains, and beaches. Uh, one of my favorite Holidays we have is a Holy Week parade where um, people get to wear this like um, kind of like very creative um, masks. Uh, we also, something that I really wanted to share with you guys is that we make um, really giant kites to honor um, our relatives who have passed away. And yeah. My name is Jefferson and I'm from Honduras. My family is also from Honduras. I don't have any other family member from somewhere else. Uh, I was born and raised from Honduras up to eight years. Uh, some fa um, some famous dishes from my country is like baleadas, uh, pollo con tajadas. Uh, you know, there's uh, pan de coco también, you know. So, uh, Wait, some of the family. You say pollo con qué? Tajadas. Tajadas? Yeah. What is that? It's, you know, like, uh, the green bananas? Like, there, oh, there's green ones, you know? So oh, then, like, oh. yeah, we cut, yeah, those. And then we cut them, and then, like, we los freímos. Wait, so. you guys have platano verdes. What you guys call them? Tajadas. Tajadas? Ah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> For real? We call them platanos. Yeah, I know, we call them platanos, too, but, I'm, but those are, like, we call them like when um the the yellow ones like um los platanos fritos. Oh. Yeah, amazing. but like los verdes we call them tajadas. So. Oh yeah, we call them. And I'm like I I'm like I platanos verdes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. Um, some famous um well some traditions that we do over there. One of them is called. Uh, La Feria Juniana, that is on June, like uh, all of the people from from at least from where I live, which is called uh, Barrio Cabañas, uh, San Pedro Sula, like all the people from there gather up and then like they bring like creative things like paint and then they also like some como con desfile and bunch of things there's there'll be people that be selling like toys and stuff so it's just for people to have fun you know like a festival and yeah basically but like Honduras like wait you know so yeah 
my family they they actually do um participate on the desfiles which um it just like sometimes you know like they get a car and then like they put them like the roses whatever like means important to you and then like people are like get, gather up and then they start like seeing the the desfiles so. that's dope is there like um like a winner like the best one yeah they actually um uh, people could vote for like their favorite one and then their favorite one like get like an award Ooh, has your like, family ever won Nah, we never. <laughs> nah. We were close, like, because we were first, second place, but we were third place. Mm. But, you know, that was actually for my mom. My mom was, we could be very creative with, like, so. Wow, that's nice. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and some of the famous dances from Honduras could be, like, you know, punta and then bachata. So that's what, like, you will most likely see, like, People from other dance. It's Raymond. Uh, my family is from Mexico and El Salvador. Um, some uh, some things from Mexico that are not known are what's it called? Chocholucos. They're a bread type of cookie. And yeah, that is something interesting that my family makes every time. It's either in the winter yeah and also we make buñuelos and you guys a make? salvadorian and a salvadorian food is pupusas very famous Con curtido Pup- and y pastelas y pasteles you forgot the curtido yeah. and salsa i don't know you know much me? es que no sé mucho no sé mucho de el, el salvador no más en más méxico que en salvador Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah. wait, Tamara, you're from you're from Mexico, right? Yes, I'm from Mexico. You should, I was... you should talk about the Dia de los Muertos. Yes, I was going to talk about that. <laughs> so yeah, I'm from my family and I are from Mexico. I was raised there for 16 years. So yeah, I'm very close to the culture. It's like my culture, my family. I really feel myself as like a hundred percent Mexican. So, yeah, some things that I really like about Mexico is, like, this sense of family that we have there and, like, in our traditions and stuff. You guys know we have the famous El Dia de los Muertos. You guys know the Day of the Dead? Yes. yes. So, basically, uh, yeah, as everybody know, like, in this tradition, we um celebrate um the people who had passed away. It's more like a celebration of their lives. So they, we put like this altares of them. We put uh, pictures of them, the um, the food that they liked, stuff that they liked, and then we we make like a path of um of sempasuchil. Sempasuchil is a kind of flower. So mm-hmm. we make like this this path of like flowers, and every single thing like in the in the altar has like a like a meaning, you know, like the pad is like para que los muertos se guíen. We have like we tend to put like a like a perro, like a like a dog. Like not a real dog, but like a statua de un perro. You know? It's for like it 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 depends of like where you come from or what what part of Mexico you come from. Pero por lo regular es un show los quinkle or at least in the norte because I'm not I'm from Baja California. Oh, my family, my my dad's my dad's family is from um 
uh, Michoacan, and my mom's family is from what's that place called? Uh, I forgot. Uh, well, she she used to live in Guadalajara, so like in Puerto Vallarta, but she's not oh. from there. But she used to live there, so yeah. So yeah, and I was I was raised in El Norte, so we used we tend to be like um. Cholos Quinkles, that kind of dog. So it, it, well, the meaning of the dog, it's like they take care of El Muerto and they like guide them. You know, we put a cup of water. So because they're thirsty or stuff because of their long way to get to the, to the El Mundo de los Vivos, you know? Mm -hmm. Do you guys watch Coco? It's something like that. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's that one dog. <laughs> yeah. Where it, what happened? Hey, is that one dog? It's right? like a Dante. Yeah. Dante, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's a Cholo Squinkly. And then he changes, like, he he starts, like, he gets wings, right? In in the world of the yeah. he becomes He becomes an alebrije. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah alebrije. Yeah. That's what yeah. they're called, alebrijes. Yeah. Alebrije, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, this is, like, the most famous um, tradition that we celebrate in Mexico, but we have a lot a lot of, the, of traditions. What I like about Mexico, it's like, it's so big that we have different like subcultures. Yeah. Like, you yeah. know? So yeah, basically that. Right now we're gonna move on and talk about our experience of our parents and their struggle or difficulties moving here. So I'm gonna start off and I'm gonna say that my parents, both my parents immigrated here when they were young. From where? Uh, my my mom from El Salvador, my dad from Mexico, or specifically Durango. My my grandpa he he came here first, then he was sending money, and then then what's it called? It's always a then my dad, my dad followed, and then he came here to study. He went back to college for college in Mexico, and then now I'm here. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. All right. That's what I wanted to do, like study um, uh, high school here and go back to college. But I guess I'm staying. So yeah, we moved um, two years ago. Basically, um, we moved because my parents, my dad especially, he used to live here. He lived here for three years. He came three years earlier than us. So it was kind of hard, you know, because like going back and forward, like to visit and stuff. So mm -hmm. there was just me, my mom, and my little brother. And I have an older brother, an older brother, but he moved here like eventually. So it was hard for us, you know. So he decided to bring us here, and yeah, here I am. That was two years ago, and yeah, it was uh, weird. You know, because I was a teenager, but yeah, again, yeah, turned out good. Uh, for me, my grandmother brought basically my whole family. Um, my dad was supposed to come after her, but my dad decided not to come because um, he had his wife, right? My mom, and then I had my sister, and it was me. He didn't want to leave us um, in Guatemala. So he didn't come. So my grandma ended up bringing uh, my grandpa, my uncle, and my, my uncle. <clears throat> my dad was one of the last ones to migrate here. And then after my my 
um that like he saved money he brought my mom and then um i stayed in guatemala for like a year without my mom and my dad so that was really hard for me and yeah they brought me and my sister at the same time yeah i understand that feeling well for me it was only my dad but yeah i can understand it is hard like you have to grow up yeah it was really hard for me because i was without both of them you know yeah i can i cannot imagine really like you're so you're super strong to be honest like i couldn't do it i wouldn't be able to like you were super young huh how old were you i was um seven and the weird thing is that on my way over here it was my birthday so i was eight years old when i arrived here well for me it's like emily like um basically the first one being here was my grandma uh she's basically lived here her whole life and um uh, what's it called when i was like eight uh my grandma like she she got papers for us me and my family but just not for my dad because my dad is not married with my mom so basically it was just me my mom and my siblings and we had to wait like a year for like everything to like get ready you know so um then on august of 2000 12 I think uh we we moved here and basically we're like the second generation of we're coming here but just like my dad couldn't come because like of the same thing that he don't have like you know any papers so he had to stay over there and honestly it's been like really tough you know because you know I, I was I was really close to my dad you know so oh, damn. Yeah. wait is your dad still over there then yeah and you were yeah, so, years old. Um, I don't know. It's just like I was so close with my dad. And, you know, like leaving him was like really hard for me. Like when I came here, like I didn't want to do nothing. I didn't want to do school. I didn't like be motivated for nothing, you know. But then like I understand that I just had to move on, you know, probably just for like my dad. Like maybe I'll see him one day again, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and, yeah, like it, everything was hard, like with the Spanish and everything. And. Even in school, like, those sometimes even, like, make fun of me because I didn't, like, speak English, you know, so it would be hard. And then yeah, my mom. Continue. <laughs> and for my mom, basically, like, it's been hard for her because, like, with the English, you know, she still she still hasn't, like, fully understand it. Yeah. Like, she understands it, but, like, she can't, like, speak. Mm, yeah. I get it. Yeah, yeah, isn't it interesting how we all have, like, different experiences? Like, for me, was I was super happy when I moved here. Like, I was really? going to live with my dad. Yes, because I was going to live with my dad again. You know, uh-huh. again, I'm, well, I only have two brothers. So I was the only girl. So I was super close to my dad. But at the same mm. time, like, the time that I spent with my mom and my brother, like, it, it got us closer. And we, when I moved here, I was, like, super happy that I was finally going to have, like, my when, whole family when... together. When you moved there, did you, like, feel, like, a distance with, like, the same connection with your dad? Or do you think it was different? It was different, to be honest, because three years, you know, I grew up and stuff. But, like, especially the first six months that we lived here, like, us, like, the five of us together, it was weird because we lived, like, separated, like, for three years. It's, like, a long time if you think about it. 
and I was like a teenager. I was like, I was a kid when he left, and then I, we moved together when we when I was like a whole teenager, you know. So of course I was different. My little brother was different. My mom was different. So when we moved here, like we had when when we were alone, like by ourselves, we used to have like this feeling of independence because we had to learn how to live without him. And then when we moved here with all, like all of us together, having like to live with like my dad, that is like the man of the house, you know, it was like mm -hmm. hard to adapt. But at the end, everything turned out super good. And I believe that right now we're better. The question too is how do our experiences make us feel? Mm. I feel my experiences make me feel like good, but at the same time, like bad, you know, like sad, you know, because yeah. I've been through a lot of hard stuff, to be honest, like, not just me, but, like, with my family, you know, and, and like, it's been hard for me, mostly with my, my dad's situation, because over there, like, you know, it's, in our countries, it's been, like, it's really dangerous, you know, the gang stuff and uh, yeah. everything mm -hmm. over there, and then, like, you know, I can't even, I can't even imagine how I would, like, get or feel, like, if something happened to my dad, you know, yeah. and, and mostly because um, after two years of being here, like, um, I had to go over there with my grandma and my tia. We went over there back to Honduras. And I was like a month. I spent it with my dad over there, you know. And it was hard leaving him again. It was basically like leaving again. And since then, I haven't seen my dad. So I haven't seen my dad for like six years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. Like experiences like this makes me feel like, you know, coming to this country, like really changes your whole life. Like oh, you will be a whole. Really. You will be a was different person if you were still in the country you were born with yeah and, and i asked myself like would i be different would i still be the same like yeah. what kind of ideas you know because they're both like whole different countries both different settings mm -hmm. yeah yeah that goes okay. to my i have a question for you all go for okay it. yeah mm -hmm. for you too will you guys go back to your countries and for you raymond like will you like to go live there like for the first time? I I would. I would go. I mean, me, as long as, like, I have my dad next with me, like, I wouldn't care where I live. But as long because it's more harder for me, like, living somewhere without my dad than going somewhere that is hard with my dad, you know? Because then... Yeah. If I'm with my dad, like, I could go, I could, like, move on with my dad together, you know? So... Yeah. Yeah. But if I'm without him, like, it's just... Nah. For me, I wouldn't go because, like, like Jefferson said, you know, he will go back because of his dad, right? But I would, I really don't have nobody there that I'm like, that I talk to. Um, basically, my whole family is here in the United States. The only family that it's over there in Guatemala, it's my mom's family. But I'm not, I'm not really close with them, so I wouldn't really go back because I don't see no point. I don't have nobody over there. My whole family here, the really people that are valuable to me, are here. So I wouldn't go back. You Raymond? But I would go visit. I would I would definitely go. Yeah. That's nice. What about you, Raymond? Would you like to go like <laughs> live the Mexican life? Well for me, I think it's just uh there's more opportunity for me here than there is say in Mexico or in El Salvador. Because here it's like you can fill out your resume at home. Or, like, print out a resume for him at home with your own printer. Mm -hmm. You have you your have parents' support here. here. Yeah. Like, you have the resources here, 
and then over there you don't have them. But you still can make uh, a decent living if you uh, make some money here and then you go like retire yeah. and live over there for like the last bits mm-hmm. of your life. Like that'd be that's something I would do. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah my, parents, my parents actually want to do that. They plan on buying a house over there in Guatemala. <laughs> my brother already did. Oh really? Yeah, yeah, he has a big house. It's a two, two floor house. He's building it. Like he didn't like buy it. He's actually building it. Oh my god! And it's easier because it's like getting paid here in dollars and spending there. Like you know. Yeah. Like for me, it is kind of weird because again, like I moved here two years ago. Like I was like kind of old. I lived like my whole life there, and. I have it has its pros and cons, you know, because I have my grandmother. Okay, I used to live at El Norte in Baja California, Tecate, as I mentioned. And my parents are from El Sur, so I don't really have family there, just my abuelita and my tia and my prima. So, but I have a lot of friends. I'm a social person. So I had a lot of friends. So my plans when I moved here were like to finish high school here, learn English, go back for um, college and have like this advantage, you know, like, oh, I speak English. And like, you know, it would be like easier because, yeah, my dad like, like gets money in dollars and spending like in Mexican pesos, it would be like easier, you know. But yeah. to be honest, at this point of my life, I don't really know. I know that I want to do college here and I have my plans, but if anything like changes, I wouldn't be mad if I go back. But I yeah. know like right now I'm good, you know? Yeah. Okay. Another question, guy, is how our experiences affected us of who we are today? I'd like to start off first. Um, I feel like it had um, our experiences here in the U.S. has affected me like big big you know because first of all i'm not like the little kid before you know and now i speak two languages you know and i feel like the way i was raised over there is so much more different over here you know um uh, mm-hmm. mostly because over there you don't have like the luxury stuff you know you don't have like that advantage that where you yes. feel like oh i'm gonna go buy this or i'm gonna go buy that you know over there you actually like actually have to work hard for it, you know over here okay. Yes, you, you, like, once you and go on. there, when you have luxury, um, you could get robbed. Like, you yeah, really yeah. Get, like, yeah. over there, they're like, strict. But, you know, you know the shoes on, oh, fuck, God. Uh, the Nike, the Nike Cortez, yeah, those, the Nike Cortez. Yeah. Uh, basically, yeah. over there, if you, if you wear them, you get shot and you get robbed. Yeah, you, you have to be careful what you wear over there. Yeah, you can't. It's, it's like, it's not the same. Yeah, you can't have tattoos, you can't have, like, chains, you can't have, like, all those luxury stuff, you know, so, and then, yeah, you start from zero over here, but, like, economically, it's so much more better than the other countries, you know, so, like, the way you get paid and all that stuff, so, yeah, because, dude, with five dollars, you can, like, eat, basically, like, over there, it's a hundred, for me, it's a hundred pesos over there, five, yeah, but you know what, I'm pesos, um, yeah, here in LA, yeah. getting expensive too much. Like rent, oh, yeah. is crazy. The food, we don't even talk about the food. Yeah. The food is getting mad expensive. It is like even um, the gas and all that stuff. The yeah, gas, it's, it's, it's um, the everything is rising up, but you know payments rise up too. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, like but yeah, it's get, how you it's get paid, really right? Hard to live in LA. Oh yeah, really hard. It's not like it's not how they say. Oh, I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna get rich. I'm gonna get nah, like you actually have to put effort into yeah. it and like work hard. It's not like if you're just gonna come get the money. You know? How do you feel? You have to have a plan. How do you feel like? How do you think that affected your personality of the person you are today? I really haven't like changed a lot, but you grew up. I feel like. Hmm. I feel like me moving here has like shaped my identity, mm-hmm. like a a whole different as person. Um, for example, let's see. Well, you were a kid. Yeah, my ideologies. You know, yeah. I mm-hmm. feel like. Yeah, like over there in Guatemala, there's a lot of um, machismo. Oh yeah. And yeah. Like the ideas is just I see that. I grew up differently with different ideas when I, I sometimes get in arguments with my dad because I grew up with a different belief system that they did, right? They grew up in Guatemala and we always like clash. We Me always too. Clash yeah, dude. And so I, I worry about that because moving here has affected the person I am today, you know, yeah, the, my, the way I think about things. For example, women's rights. I feel like mm-hmm. women should definitely have rights and over there in Guatemala, you don't often hear that because women are like shut down, you know, like they don't, they don't have it there, you know. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, like, so you also... think you're. Oh, I, I was yeah, going to I say, like, it's... you think you're more aware. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm more of an open-minded person here because of me moving here. Because in America, like, you get to free, you get to um, have a great opinion without people, like, you know. Judging yeah. you like it's 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 a big difference. Yeah, yeah and, I, and and I feel like in right here there's um there's like more restrictions more than in Honduras. At least in my opinion, like you know, you know like how they right here is like the fireworks are like not allowed. But over mm-hmm. there, like mm-hmm. you could legit pop fireworks any day, and then I thought, <laughs> yeah, you yeah. you could do a lot of like a lot of stuff over there that you cannot do over here, which that affected me too because I was used to doing the stuff over there, and then knowing like you can't do them here, you know. Like, you know, also, like, killing animals. Like, over there, you know, it was, like, a thing. Ooh. And then uh, once I found out over Hunting. here that you would, like, get ticket after if, if you kill, like, a, uh, a bird or something, you know, like, that affected of a lot. Of course. Yeah. And, like, you know how in the in the trucks, like, tienes, like, uh, like la, la, the space in the back? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like over there, you could actually get on top of it. You could actually like ride it. They oh, wouldn't tell yeah. you that. And right here, you can't. You know, like you you get a ticket as well. So oh, that affected course. me a lot. Like I feel like more restricted. Like not so free. Like I saw I was over there. So yeah. I it was like, like a cultural shock. I find it I find it funny because I said that I felt freedom here, and I feel like I wouldn't feel freedom over there. <laughs> but you're different. Your definition of freedom was like so different. Of yeah, 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 I guess you, I guess you. And what what do you well, think, Raymond? Raymond, you have to talk Like, yeah. I wanna I wanna know like about your like parents' experience. You know, I know you didn't live there, yeah. but like, how do you think like their experience affect affected you as a person? Well, their experience affected me because like, um, they came here. For me, or for well, they didn't come here necessarily for me. They, I just happened to be here because, <laughs> yeah, I just happened to be more. I was the fastest I mean, of all of them. I mean, to say that that you you were forced to speak two languages. Yeah, 
Well, I'm thankful for all, all I have, but sometimes, like, like I wish I could do more, but right now, it's like... I believe... I wish I could, like, like do more than what I am doing right now, but... I believe we're right in now that it's age. a very tough time. Yes, yeah. I believe we're in that age when we yeah. want to do a lot, but we but can't. You can't. You know? Like, it's just not possible. And it does, you know? So. You can add the pandemic, yeah. you know? It's like, plus the pandemic, yeah. For me, okay, it was a big change, you know? Because, well, <laughs> I, again, I was, like, kind of older, so kind of, my personality was kind of, like, yeah, developed. But when your identity was already, yeah. Uh huh. When I moved here, like everything changed. Like I realized that I was like kind of ignorant, like because I used to live like in a small pueblito, but it was like like a pueblito kind of city, like a small city, you know. Yeah. So everybody knew everyone. So like, you know, and coming here like to a big city with people with different opinions that they that think different than you and that's okay you know that was like my big like cultural shock shock yeah, yeah. because yeah. i used to live like in a pueblito you know, that's a thing right uh -huh. yeah I used cultural to... shock uh -huh. that's actually a yeah thing. yes it's it's a thing basically because i'm telling you like i used to live in this pueblito where everybody had like these ideas i don't want to say like old school ideas because like we're in we're like the generation of like change So people from like my generation was is changing like even over there like you can see like how like women are like raising their voices. It's too hard. Yeah. It hit you hard because you, you had already developed your identity. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, and then like yeah, and then everything. I moved here like to a country with a language that I didn't know, and I couldn't like express all these ideas that I already had. I, I couldn't express like all these thoughts, ideas, feelings that I had because I didn't speak the language. It was pretty tough. Mm -hmm. Like besides like, because it's not like everything like pink, you know, like I had like this good experience with my family, like, and I feel good and I feel like great and happy. But at the same time, school was horrible, you know? Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But then I like got out of like that dark spot where I was because I learned you know, and I learned the language, I mean, and I could, like, express myself, and it was allowed. No, I finally could, like, I was able to express all these thoughts and feelings, but at the same time, this period of time where I couldn't do it made me, like, a quiet person, you know, and now that I can do it, I'm trying to, like, not being that person because I'm not like that, you know? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's weird, but... I can tell that this was a good experience. I, I wouldn't change it from for anything. Like because I could stay there and stay like in my comfort zone because like over there I was I had my friends, I had my group, I had everything. I was like yeah, you know? And I like could I could I could stay in my comfort zone and don't have all this pain that I felt, but at the same time I wouldn't learn. You know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it was like a learning process that's how i like to call it like a learning process and yeah right now i'm doing i'm doing good and i think i'm thankful for this experience and i wouldn't change it from for anything but at the same time if i if i go back i wouldn't be mad you know it's like i learned yeah i feel like me personally i would change it 
Like, if there was a, if there was a chance for me to say, like, oh, I don't want to be here, knowing this is my future, I was, I'd rather stay over there than do this. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not grateful. I'm, I mean, I'm not saying I'm not grateful because, like, you know, I have everything like I want, like, economically. But from where that I'm happy with what I have, I'm not, I'm not happy like mentally or emotionally. Yeah, like yeah. I, over there, I have my friends, like all my cousins, all my tios over there. They're over there, like right here. Like I have some like cousins and family over there, over here. I mean, but it's, yeah, it's, it's not it's the same. It. Over there, like I have my friends. Like I could go out, hey, let's like let's play, you know. Right here, like you cannot even go outside because there's no one. Like it feels like like a desert, you know. It feels like you can't just go like talk I get to. It. Yeah. I believe we had like a similar experience, but al revés. You know, <laughs> yeah. you want to go back with your dad. I came here for my dad, you know? Yeah. And mm. yeah, I hope, like, to be honest, like, as a friend, I hope, like, you get better because I was in that point where I wasn't, like, having a good time and I was feeling that I was, like, encerrada. Yeah. But I got out of there and I'm feeling better and I hope you do too. It has been great talking to you all. Our first episode has come to an end. We appreciate every individual who has taken time out of their day to listen to us. Make sure to follow our journalism class Instagram at the underscore APB underscore Griffin Gazette. And make sure to listen to our classmates podcast. I'm pretty sure they did a good work too. Shout out and special thanks to Emily, Tamara, and Raymond for making all this podcast happen. Shout out to Jefferson. Yeah. Shout out to you too, Jefferson. Oh, so shout shout out to myself. Uh, (laughs) I'm Emily. I'm Tamara. I'm Jefferson. And I'm Raymond. Bye, everyone. See you in our next episode. Thanks for listening. See you later. Have a good one, guys.